0: or you can click the link in the episode details below. Registration closes on June 1st. It is only open through May because we need the month of June to prepare everybody for July. I'm looking forward to this deep dive with you all. I'll see you there. On today's episode, I navigate the idea of I can love you and not be nourished by you. Welcome to the Holistic Life Navigation Podcast. I am your host, Luis Mojica. I was sick and depressed until I discovered that I could make music, and then my whole life transformed because I began learning how to listen more deeply. Listen to life, to the people around me, and to my body. And that's when I realized that the body speaks through sensations, and learning this new language meant relearning my body and mind. I soon healed myself of many chronic conditions and then began teaching others how to do so as well. Holistic Life Navigation combines nutrition, self-inquiry, and somatic experiencing to help you release stress and trauma just by listening to your own body. This podcast serves as a place to share my experiences as well as the experiences of many others who have healed and are healing through unique, unorthodox, and unusual ways. Your time to learn begins now. I have tested out this theory many times. I can love someone and feel deeply nourished and gooey in my love for them. Then I can spend time with that person and feel so dysregulated and shut down. But I force myself to be with them because I love them. How many of us do this? Is it possible as multidimensional creatures to hold seemingly contradicting sensations and beliefs in our bodies at the same time? When I'm in relationship with these parts, I have a greater acceptance for these contradictions and I allow them to live inside of me. I can feel my love for you, and I can feel the parts of myself that lack the capacity to connect with you. It's strange, but it's so much kinder than forcing connection with you because of love and either disconnecting from myself or resenting you afterwards. Something in me has a boundary for how I connect with you, but my love for you bypasses it and breaks that internal boundary. One of my common practices is to feel my love for you and let it swallow me whole, while simultaneously feeling the places that say no around connecting with you. Then I indulge in how good it feels to listen to my no, and I'm left with not guilt, or shame or a desire to fawn, but with the sensational ecstasy of loving you and myself equally. I'm one of the few people who don't believe love is an action. I believe it is a state. And I think it's a very natural state. And I think because we tend to overcouple love with action, we think that when we love someone, we should be able to connect with them, enjoy them, speak with them, have lunch with them, live with them, have sex with them, all these things. And in my experience, it's just not true. I move from this pretty polyamorous love for everything. It's really hard for me not to love someone because it is such a natural state. And I do believe it's its all of our natural states. We might argue with that or fight against it or push it away because we're afraid we'll fold or be taken advantage of and if we see it as a state and not an action we can realize oh my love is not fragile with my no or dependent on my yes my love for you is mine it's inside of me it lives in me whether you're alive or dead Whether you're in front of me or I'm thinking of you, I feel my love for you inside of me. Notice it right now. Try this with me. Just take a breath, think about someone or something you just love so much, and feel that. Feel that feeling in you. Ooh, it's powerful. I feel it right now, just building up in my core. And what I find so interesting about grief, whether it's someone who has died or a relationship that has ended, is it's essentially just being love sick. It's having so much love that doesn't know how to express that it, it becomes an overwhelming sensation in our bodies. And so if we start feeling and practicing this, again, I always love all of you to practice this with me. Don't just believe me, but really test it out for yourself. If you practice love as a state, and really feeling the state of it in your body, you'll really start to notice that it doesn't depend again on your behavior or the state of the relationship even, that it's something in you that you get to nurture and connect to, regardless of the other, which I find very interesting. So love isn't dependent on relationships with others. It's dependent on our our own connection to that state inside of us, in response to others and other things. And even if we remove the other, it could just be this swirling sun inside of us, this galaxy that we were born with that naturally extends out to other beings. I'm not sure. What I am sure of is, in my own experience, how many times I've broken my own boundaries because of love. And I don't really see that as loving. I see it as good intentioned. I see it as confusion, but I don't see it as love. So when someone is, you know, begrudgingly caretaking someone because they love them, I don't see that as love. I see that as begrudgingly caretaking. When we go out with a friend that we don't want to see, I'll speak for myself when I've spent time with friends that I I don't really want to see because they overwhelm me or because we've grown apart or just because I'm exhausted and I don't have the capacity to socialize. That's not a loving thing to bypass my needs to go out to lunch with them. It's simply bypassing my needs. For me, the loving thing is my own connection to them in my body and then listening to my own capacity with connecting to them. That looks like thinking of a person Feeling them in my body, feeling the gooiness of them, feeling the past experiences that have been beautiful, Just feeling the essence of them and how much I love them. And then checking it with my actual capacity. How does my body feel when it imagines being with them? How does my body feel after being with them? How does it feel during being with them? If my body lacks capacity for someone, that doesn't affect my love for them, it affects how I connect with them. Hey my friends, if you want to integrate the work that you hear on my podcast into your lives, including nutrition, somatic experiencing, self-inquiry, and learn how to build the capacity safely to release stress and trauma, then my six-week course is for you. My final course of this year is on October 3rd, and registration opens up on September 8th. That's pretty soon, a couple weeks away. So if you're interested, go to holisticlifenavigation.com and click on the course. Everything you need to know is on that page, including a waitlist if you know you want to sign up, or an intro webinar that you can register for for free to learn more about the course. Again, go to holisticlifenavigation.com and click on the course. Now let's get back to the episode. So if I listen to that capacity and I stop, let's say, going out to lunch with this person, I'm my love for this person has not been affected one bit. If anything, it's increased because now, after listening to my own capacity, which is loving myself, I'm not overextending and becoming resentful. I'm not fawning with them, which is, you know, the unconscious way that Our bodies manipulate people into thinking we're enjoying them. I'm not expecting them to return a favor for me because I broke a boundary to see them. All those things get so messy and complicated. Love isn't very complicated. What's complicated is the way we bypass our own self in the name of love. And then this energetic debt of our own needs and our own desires and our own truth builds up inside of us. And that buildup, that stress, that resentment for breaking our own boundaries, we attach that to them. I have many times attached that to the other. Right? I have so much anger for you. And then I've realized, no, I have anger in myself. The anger is telling me How often I leave myself for you in the name of love. So what if we just released this concept? What if we uncoupled love from action? What would that look like in our lives? To let ourselves settle into the freedom of I can love anyone I want and because of that love, I'm not burdened to do anything for them or with them that's a very deep truth that starts to emerge because i spend my time with you or i reach out to you or i connect with you from a true deep desire an authentic um an authentic expression of actually wanting to be with you and having capacity i'm aligned with you you know how good that feels for the other person how good that feels for us there's nothing to make up for there's no energetic debt that mounts up because in i'm in real time i'm flowing from a place of capacity not using my love as a justification to bypass my capacity in the last uh, Maybe t- 12 years. I really started practicing this 12 years ago when I found myself sitting in my apartment in Brooklyn on the phone for hours with different people. I would literally have a list of people that I would call and I would listen to their problems for hours. I would give them support. These were what I called friends at the time. And I really loved them. And I thought, well, if I love them, I should be a safe person for them. That's what they need. And as I became more somatically aware and started listening to my capacity more, this natural uncoupling from of love and action began to take place. So I could feel my love for them and I could feel it as I said, no, as I said, I can't listen to you talk about this anymore. As I said, I don't think we can spend time together anymore. And there was anger from these friends, un- un- understandably, there was pain, there was some that understood. But either way, my love for them was so intact, I didn't lose anything. I gained time in my day. I gained capacity to write my own songs and poetry and spend time in my own beautiful experience and cook food and listen to all my favorite music. And since then, I've been practicing this more and more and more in my life. And now I have this kind of unreal uh, relational life with my wife, with my friends, with my family, where there's this incredibly clear and tranquil honesty that flows between us. We don't pretend we miss each other. (laughs) We don't have to check in with each other. We don't have to be anything for each other. We trust our love. We trust that that love is there. And we don't confuse love and capacity anymore. We see them as very different. So I can see a friend that might cancel on me last minute and I don't overcouple that with their love for me. I see it for what it is. They don't have the capacity to see me. It is so impersonal. It's like if you had to run a marathon and you woke up with a fever and nausea it's impersonal you can't run with a fever and nausea so the same thing with our capacity for connection and when i cancel with friends i have friends that really understand that they actually love it it gives them permission to be honest with me and recently a beautiful friend said to me "Uh, i have such a deep trust for our love and our connection That every time you cancel with me, I'm invited to touch into that trust instead of the story that you don't care about me. And that's the wisdom that comes from from practicing capacity listening and practicing uncoupling love from action. Because you no longer see action as you love or don't love me. You see action as, oh, that's where this person's coming from. That's their capacity. That's their desire. The love has nothing to do with that. So see where you feel this in your own body. See where this takes you. See how this might rub up against an idea that you've clung to that feels a little scary to even consider this. See if it frees you. I mean, notice right now in your body as I say these words, what does your body do with that idea of uncoupling love from action? Because it's an unconditional two-way experience. I'm no longer burdened to act to prove my love, and I'm no longer burdening you to act to prove your love. I trust my love for you. I trust your love for me. And the security in that trust allows us to be individual, allows us to be honest, and allows us to take care of ourselves without telling the other That we're not good enough we're not worthy or we're not loved so notice your relationships are they based on this idea of showing your love through action and bypassing your own capacity or are they coming from this authentic place of expression i love you and i can't see you tonight i love you and we can't hang out anymore i need a break I love you and I can't wait to go for a walk. Where do you move from? What have you inherited? What beliefs are overcoupled with love that would cause you to bypass your own boundaries and then even covertly and unconsciously resent that beloved person because of that bypass? Take your time with us and see where it takes you. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. My question for you is, where do you feel the episode? Take a breath and just notice. What's your body doing right now? Sit with it. Let it speak to you. And let whatever comes up, come up. And your only job is to listen. For all the wisdom you need is right inside of you. To learn more about my work, you can visit holisticlifenavigation.com and sign up for my mailing list. You'll receive a weekly newsletter with specific monthly topics, free resources, and upcoming events. You can also follow me on Instagram. If you like my podcast, please leave a review and share. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you next time. Did you know your food cravings are actually a doorway to your subconscious? They are. We tend to see cravings as something bad or something we just give into mindlessly. But when you embody your cravings, you're able to notice they're just blossoming from a certain place that has a certain need and needs your attention. Join me on Wednesday, May 29th, as I unpack this in a new webinar called Cravings Destigmatized. In this webinar, I'll help you learn the difference between a nutritional craving and an emotional craving, as well as how do we use cravings to get in touch with our unmet needs and any of our unconscious, unprocessed emotional experiences. It begins at 4 p.m. Eastern, and everyone who registers will get a replay. You can find the link in the episode details, and you can also go to www.holisticlifenavigation.com and click on events, and the information is right there. Hope to see you there.